0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is OT with Mon's Moose. I'm Mon. I am Moose. No, I don't want to talk about football, so take it away. <laughs> there you go.
1: I mean, we got to talk about something here, so. Uh,
0: all right. Well, you know, I made a nice dinner tonight. I thought that was pretty good.
1: What did we have for dinner? Um,
0: we had pork burger.
1: Ooh. Oh, oh, yeah. That we sounds some delightful. Cheddar.
0: Ooh. Some cheddar and some smoky uh, barbecue sauce. Ooh. Ooh
1: that yeah. sounds delightful. Yeah. Yeah, no, the wife liked it. We can go now. All right. That's good. Good talk. Everybody <laughs> sucks dick. Well, before we get into the playoffs, there's some... Uh, I Hey, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> there's some coaching changes that we need to get into real quick before anything you else. One?
0: You have a hot one right now?
1: Did one happen right now? No, no, no. Well, Bill Belichick is gone. Who would have thunk it, huh? I mean, it was time yeah. for him to go. Stale. Very stale. And he doesn't draft offense, Relatively well, so... No, he really doesn't. Uh, Defense, great. Oh, without doubt. Pete Carroll's gone. That was a little bit of a surprise. I didn't really... Because I didn't really hear any, like, rumors about that coming, so... I know he was saying that non-football people pushed him out in Seattle. So, that's what a lot of people are saying. So, if that's the case, then that's kind of a bad look. Because, like, Pete Carroll... He's a good coach. I mean, let's let's not get that shit twisted. Definitely a good coach. Definitely. He, he's the one that I didn't see getting fired. I didn't even hear his name I, like mentioned. No, I didn't. I didn't
0: see. I didn't hear it mentioned at all. That's why I'm surprised.
1: Honestly. Um, I know that he wanted to get like into like a front office job with Seattle, but they they're like, yeah, no, we're done. So, I wonder who's going to go after him. Uh, Saban just retired as well.
0: You know, I, I think that has to do with the whole transfer portal and the NIL contracts and, and things like that, the way the, the new era of college football is going. I know a lot of people are like, like to shit on them right now um, just because of the fact that they feel like, well, now that everybody else has that equal playing field and you don't, you're getting out, you know, kind of you can't handle it kind of a thing.
1: Uh, that I just don't believe. I mean, you can't take away what he's done, or like he got them to the playoff this year. Granted, the argument is should he have been in the playoff to begin with? Which, yeah, he, he probably deserved to be in there just because I believe Florida State got destroyed. I think in their yeah. in their game against Georgia, yeah, they wound up getting fucking spanked. So, I mean, you should prioritize getting your big schools in if they deserve it. Which, if it's a coin toss, then you probably lean towards the bigger and better school. But yeah. at the same time, like, Florida State did have the better record. So, I'm not going to talk too much on college football because I don't really pay attention to it. So college football. Oh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm the guy. I'm the Tim Tebow.
0: Yes. <laughs> for sure.
1: Um, The Patriots actually did get their head coach. They hired in-house Gerard Mayo, so... There goes all that verbal talk of going there. <laughs> I, I
0: I thought that was a little um I
1: thought that was a little too quick. Yeah, they were really quick with it, but uh, supposedly it was in the dude's contract. Yeah, apparently so. So, it that makes is, sense. What so, it makes sense for them to really go that direction. I
0: just feel like the problem is is that maybe you are just turning the book, you're making another chapter, you're not really, you know. I I don't know if you're really restarting it up since people do apparently call him um, Bill Jr. But I mean,
1: but if you're a guy, like, if you're a team, don't you want to get away from that narrative? Like, I get Belichick. That's what I'm thinking. Like, that's what exactly. Bel- like Belichick built you, this, this legacy and this dynasty, but over the past couple of years, he hasn't done it for you. Like, don't you think that you should maybe go away from that and go a different route? Like, I'm not going to sit here and say that the players didn't play hard for Belichick because – if they didn't play hard for Belichick, they probably wouldn't be on the team. Let's be honest. No, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's fair to say. But I, I think I think going the same route, I think, could spell disaster for them. But it also yeah. depends on how good how good Mayo is going to be, how they draft. If they go after a quarterback of free agency, It's, it's going to depend on a lot of things. But they have a lot of work to do on offense, and I don't know if he's going to be able to get them to a winning place for a while. Like, because that, that defense, if he is a mini Belichick and he is good on defense, then they should be okay there. But offense, man, they have, like, one piece on offense that you keep, and that's, like, it.
0: Yeah, really. Every, everybody else, it's a complete rebuild.
1: But now there's there's rumors that he's met with – well, Belichick has met with the Falcons, the Chargers. Harbaugh has just met with the Chargers, so – Yes. I I mean if you're looking for a head coach, man, this is the year to do it.
0: This is this is this is the best market that I've seen for a head coach.
1: Tomlin is staying in Pittsburgh. We have two other coaches that may be floating out there after we talk about their games, but right now if you need a head coach, now's your time to fucking pull the trigger.
0: This is I, this is hundred percent your time to do it. There's yeah. no better time. If Tom, if Tom and if Tom didn't stay, oh my God, Nick. There's look at all these top head coaches. This is prime pickings, bro.
1: John, I would fire. I would fire my whole staff right now if I could just pick up really? one of them. Yeah. Funny you should say that. We'll talk about them. We'll talk about them. All right. Um, let's get into Wild Card Weekend, a weekend that card. that was honestly kind of a blowout in a fucking disappointment.
0: That where
1: you're going. I did not I don't want to say disappointment because there were a couple of decent games, but yeah. most of them were just complete blowouts. Really?
0: There yeah. Was only, yeah. There really was. There was only one close game. Everything else was a blowout.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: I mean literally, I, if, you didn't, if you didn't belong, you got your ass whooped.
1: Well, the Bills game was actually a lot closer than I thought it was going to be because Pittsburgh hung with them for a while. So no, I don't want to, I'm not No, I'm not either, but I don't want to start there. I want to start, let's start with, with last night. Let's start with the Eagles, because this is a team that we've been dogging on for a while, and rightfully so. Look, they've played like shit pretty much all season. They're I'm overrated. They suck. Like, we talked about them in these one-possession games all year against teams that didn't belong. They just, they utterly collapsed in the back half That's of the bad. season. It was, I've never seen a team like that, and we were talking before, they were 10-1 and at one point, and they just, 10-1. they went on a skid, I've never seen a 10-1 team just essentially give up the way they did, so there's gotta be something there that these dudes just, I don't get it, I don't, like, their secondary was banged up, I get it, don't get me wrong, but they couldn't stop a nosebleed.
0: No, they couldn't stop a nosebleed, they couldn't fucking score, they had no chemistry, you know, all you look at the at their body language. Their body language told you everything you needed to know. Brakeman said it last night. I don't like what I'm seeing with their body language. It's like half the team gave the fuck up. And then you, and then the last week we were talking about AJ Brown's chirping. Like, and then, and then he winds up not even playing. He was at the ringside of a boxing match. I mean, I I don't even know if the guy's there next year. I you know the way it was going. I the only thing I can say about losing a locker room. Is I, it to me? It has to go. It has to start with your head coach. I mean, Nick Sirianni has been the biggest fucking douchebag in the NFL, and I think you're starting to see his players are starting to go. You know what, man? I'm I'm not fucking reacting with this because you're not winning. It's like that hoorah bullshit that I used to say with Rex Ryan. Like Rex yeah. Ryan was a great motivator, the big hoorah, except he lost. And after you, st- when you start to lose, nobody wants to hear that bullshit. They don't want to hear how much of a hoorah, let's go get them, guys. Person you are, I want to win. Like
1: enough's enough. And that's the thing is, like, it's not like they weren't winning. Like they went to the Super Bowl last year. You were one of the best teams in the NFC record-wise this year. Like, what happened? Like, I can understand if you're you're underperforming and you're like five and ten. Then you give up, but yeah. you you were still fighting for the for the number one seed. You're still fighting for the division. Why does a team just give up? Like, is does it fall on the players at the, at that point? Well, I, I mean, I, it doesn't look like
0: Hertz is a hoorah kind of guy either. But I don't. I mean, he also seems even keel. Like, I, like I, I obviously the quarterback gets all you know blame and praise when you're not supposed to when they're you know too much at times, but. I have to say, I mean, I point to Nick Sirianni, and then, yeah, I point to, to Jalen Hurts. I mean, the way he's, he was throwing the ball, the way his decision-making was going, I mean, honestly, the guy looked fucking lost. He just looked like a shell of himself. And it's funny, he's 0-3 in the playoffs when his team gives up more than seven points.
1: Jesus Christ. That's wild. That's wild. We talked about Tampa Bay being a problem for them, and they were. Like, they couldn't stop him. Baker threw for three thirty-seven. They they refused. to about to get paid. I mean, if you're Tampa, why not? I mean, well, I'm not sitting here saying uh, that Baker's the greatest quarterback in the world. He's a serviceable he's a quarterback. Yeah, he's a starter. Let's 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 be honest. It's just for Baker is going to be if Tampa can't get Mike Evans back is he going to be able to produce the way that he has this year, next year? You know? I a oh, 100%. It's just, I Baker, is, like you said, Baker is a starting quarterback. I'm not going to sit here and say he's a Super Bowl quarterback, because I don't think he is. I think he, no. he took advantage of having very good weapons on the outside, going against a Philadelphia team that has been abysmal as of late. Their secondary is hurt. And they suck, and I mean he just threw all over them. They did nothing. Philly did nothing in this game that that gives you any kind of hope for the fucking future. Like if this no. is if this is how it's gonna be, then you might as well fire Sirianni, get rid of Hurts, and just start over. Which now, granted, you're not gonna do. I think I don't think Sirianni gets fired. I'd, I'd be surprised if he did. Jalen Hurts, look, he's your fucking guy. He's a franchise quarterback. You keep him. If you want to blow oh, it up, if yeah. if you want to blow it up, then look, not for nothing. Then I think you're kind of fucking stupid for that. But if they want to go the route of firing Sirianni, then fine. You have there are options that will take over your team, like a Mike Vrabel, that should do it. Yeah. So they have the options there. I just I think people are panicking too much with Philly. Like again, Jalen was fucking hurt for most of this year. We're, we're, yes. yeah. we're just looking what yeah like the broken finger at the end the knee is busted his fucking shoulder like it's a whole marriott of things with him like if he's healthy yeah. that's the guy that you want there and he's not he's not he's like the complete opposite of what a Philly fan is like he's not a loud mouth he doesn't overreact to shit he just he's cool he's cool headed you don't know if they're winning or losing when you look at him on the bench and that's sure. what you want. You don't hear any trouble about him. So, all this talk of, oh, dumping Sirianni, getting rid of Hurts, I just I don't understand it, and I don't buy into it. But I, I think that's a team that can afford to run it back one more time because I believe Sirianni has two more years on his contract. Bro, yeah. if it happens again next year, okay, then you have a problem. But Philly's, th- they have a lot of holes that, that need to be plugged. Kelsey is retiring, he said, so... That's another big hole that you gotta fill i I just don't see Philly as a team that is gonna go into this massive rebuild for no reason at all
0: well I don't think they can get rid of hurts I mean he did sign that what that big five year extension last year right so I don't think you I don't think you're gonna get rid of hurts I think getting rid of hurts is an overreaction um I think it's an easy emotional reaction is to get rid of him I would however consider very strongly. Co- Firing Nick Sirianni, and my only reasoning is because of the plethora of head coaches that are available. If it wasn't so good, like a Mike, Mike Rabel to me fits yes. very well for them, and I feel like Mike Rabel wouldn't lose a locker room. And to be honest with you, as hard of times as as Detroit has had, Dan Campbell's never lost his locker room. No, and there's been and there's been some bad moments, bad times where that team has looked like shit. And you just never heard of it. Sirianni, to have a team that went to the Super Bowl last year, and you failed this badly this year, like
1: how? Doesn't make any sense. For them, they need to just figure it out. And and look, we're not even really talking about Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay really shouldn't have even been here. They're playing with house money here. And we talked on, on Baker we got to see what they're going to do in the off with with Mike Evans and a couple of their free agents, but Tampa, I don't, I don't really even know what to say about Tampa, right? Like, they're... No, well, because they they've had a successful season, they can get
0: bounced, and I think it may happen next week. They could get destroyed, and nobody's going to care because they're going to say, "What a great season!" Yeah, you it... signed a, a free agent guy and, and Baker Mayfield. We all thought you weren't even going to have a winning season. You won the division. Even if, listen, as bad as the division was, you still won it. Yes. Back-to-back division champs, you still won it. You won a playoff game. So,
1: good you, for them. Yeah, you kind of just take it and run with it. Um, okay, let's go with the other fraudulent team that we were talking about in the Dolphins. Man, let's be honest. that I ain't playing in that fucking cold. Hell no.
0: Dude, I didn't want no part of that. They don't
1: want no part of that. <laughs> it's like, you know what? We usually play in 80-degree weather. We're chilling out here. Now we got to go to literally sub-zero fucking temperatures and try to beat the Chiefs. Good luck with that, bro. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, this is another game that was just – it was really over before it started. And I get it was yeah. – I, I i get it was somewhat close in the beginning, but after that it just – Miami just didn't look good at all. At all. It didn't look like they wanted to be there. They really didn't look like they
0: wanted to be there. And let's be honest, if you're a Dolphins fan, how confident are you in Tua? This this team, we've said it all year, was a Ferrari. Well, last time I checked, Ferraris can't drive in snow very well. Right. And you saw this team come to a dead hole in Kansas City. A dead hole. And Kansas City is not a great team right now. But they're playing where they want to play. They played, I think, the perfect opponent for them. Right. And their opponent let them figure their shit out. And Rasheed Rice came on at a perfect time. Yeah. And I'll tell you something. Don't I, I may be overreacting, but don't be surprised if both Kelsey brothers uh, possibly retire at the end of this year.
1: He, there is something wrong with Travis. He is, he, now yeah. he's, he's starting to get the drops too. Dude, can we catch the ball, please? Please. Now, granted, it didn't tragically affect them in this game. But luckily, but now they have to go against Buffalo, where you can't be dropping balls against Buffalo, man. You can't do it. And look, not for nothing, Kansas City is well equipped to go into Buffalo and beat them. They are
0: well because both teams are are very similar this year. Both of them are. Both of them have looked terrible. Right. Both of them have looked very good. Both of them have been plenty of inconsistent this season, which is why I want to watch next Sunday. Is to see, well, what team am I going to get? Because both teams together can put on that another show, Nick, and we can get another <laughs> classic game, which you won't care about the record. No,
1: you won't really just care about the game when the playoffs start. You kind of just throw the record out the window anyway, where nothing else really matters at that point. Um, I, I do think Mahomes, Mahomes looked good in this game. Uh, like you said, Rasheed Rice looked good. Kelsey, granted, he dropped a couple, still had seventy-one. They gotta keep spreading the ball around, and they gotta run this. Bu- Pacheco needs to go- like have like another twenty touches in this game of Buffalo at least. And I think the same. Th- I think the He's same. Hard f- yeah, th- he runs like a maniac. <laughs> but the same thing goes for Buffalo as well. Like, I think if you can keep Mahomes off the field with with Cook, then you'll have a lot better of a chance to win. It's just they're both built for the same thing. Both have big arms in the cold. Good head coaches. Go yeah. win a fo- go win a football game, and it's not going to be easy for either team. And I'm no. I, I'm I think this game is going to depend on what Josh Allen shows up. If the turnover-worthy Josh Allen comes, then I think Kansas City can beat him by quite a bit. But if yeah. White Stallion Josh Allen shows up, that's it. Th- then we'll see how Kansas City's defense can can hold up against them.
0: I, I I'm I'm waiting to I want to see Spagnuolo against Josh Allen. Uh, I think that's I think that's your good chess matchup right there. Chiefs defense has played pretty damn good all year. Let's yeah, be honest. it's been very consistent. It's what's kept them in this season. Um, it's again, Mahomes is that new. I'm not betting against him in the in the exactly. I'm just not. If if he's within fighting distance, fucking guy is gonna get it done somehow. But you know, you know, Josh Allen's looking for revenge. Oh this yeah, is, this is Josh Allen's little kryptonite. He wants to beat this. He wants to beat this team. Yeah, for sure. There's no
1: doubt, honestly. And and going back to Miami for a second, they have a head coach in in, in place. You're still not entirely sure about Tua. Tyreek has gone on multiple times and said that he's going to retire sooner rather than later. Now, granted, I, I, I think he comes back. For another year. I think he said at the end of his Dolphins contract, I think he's going yes, to retire. Which I
0: think I think he has another maybe two years, maybe three.
1: Miami is kind of in purgatory where the only way that they're going to win this game against Kansas City was if their defense did what they did to Dallas and they shut them down. But their defense was far and few between all year. They, really, they didn't really beat anybody with a winning record. I think they were like one in six against teams with a winning record. I just... I don't know where they go from here because they still have nice weapons. Don't get me wrong. The defense can be kind of sus. The offensive line could be a little sus. Tua, you don't know what you're going to get. And it's just hard for me to see. the. It was hard for me to see the Dolphins going into Arrowhead and winning this game. But they, they like they do have the weapons of a Super Bowl caliber team. But I just don't know how far they're going to be able to go if their defense isn't playing like a top 10, top 5 defense. Especially moving forward too. Now, granted, they had a lot of injuries on defense. I'm not saying that, but at the same time, it's like what what do they need to do because they're not going to fire their coach? Do you com- yeah. do you commit to, to a long term, like some of the rumors were saying?
0: Uh, it's hard. It's hard because who else are you going to go get your your draft pick is late. Um, I just. I've never been a big fan of Tua. I never was. I just you kind of saw it in this game. You also saw it when Miami went up against very good defenses at times. He just got shut down like he looked like the guy that got punched in the mouth and went, oh no, 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 nope, no, no, sorry. See you next week.
1: I just I don't know what to do because look, i I don't want to sit here and say Tua is a bad quarterback because I don't think he is because i I do think that he is when he is on. He's a very accurate thrower, and we've seen that before. And he is one of the reasons why that team wins games. It's just, can he win against a good-to-great defense and look good doing it and not have somebody bail him out? Because, I mean, there are some games where Tyreek can bail him out. Like, look, he can inflate his stats. Like, you throw Tyreek a a four-yard slant and he's gone. So it's going to pump up those stats. Like, don't get me wrong, but... Is he going to be able to get over the hump of facing a good to great defense and be able to win you a championship? I don't know if he can elevate his players to that level in order to win a championship. That's the thing I'm scared. Yeah. I'm not scared about, but like if I'm a Dolphins fan, I'm I'm kind of in purgatory with it because you can have both sides of the coin there. It's like okay, he can't win you a championship, but he could play well enough with the weapons around him to get you to the dance and maybe win a game. But I don't know if it's their offensive scheme. I mean, they have, they're they the highest, what was it, the highest scoring offense in the league this year? I think so. I think they were like 30 points per game, which is absurd. But then you—
0: So it also got a little inflated with that deep, uh, that Denver
1: game. Right. In my opinion. Right. <laughs> but again, but now you went against Kansas City, who has a decent defense, and you put up seven points. In you the know. cold. They, they wanted no part of that game. None. No, and that and to me, I'm like that. See, that's that's
0: bad. That's not good. When when you get defeated before you've even started to play, and I think that's I think that's really what you saw. I think the only one on Miami that wanted to go play was Hill. I really believe that. Well,
1: because it's a revenge game for him. Yeah, that's why he's been there.
0: Yeah, he didn't care. He's like, let's go, let's get it going. <laughs> but he couldn't get
1: to you know he just couldn't get the rest of them. To get yeah. that juice on. Okay, let's move to let's move back to Buffalo and the Steelers. Bills win thirty one to seventeen. Buffalo started this game so hot that I thought that this game was just gonna be an absolute bloodbath. I thought it was gonna yeah. be like that before the game even started, but they went up real quick. Pit, not for nothing. Pittsburgh had a chance to win this game. Like I know the final was thirty one to seventeen, but Pittsburgh turned the ball over a shit ton of times. When they could have converted the points, like Buffalo came out hot, they they really punched them. But Tomlin kind of settled them down. They played. I'm not gonna sit here and say they played good. They played decent football. If they didn't turn the ball over a couple times, maybe they win. Maybe they go in Buffalo and maybe they steal this game. But to me, it's how Pittsburgh. They they just they settled down. Tomlin got his guys to just settle into the game and just. Yeah. And, and, and play Pittsburgh-style defense. Now, they were missing T.J. Watt in this game, which really fucking sucked for them. That's big.
0: I don't care what anybody says. That's that's huge. You know Josh Allen was thankful for that.
1: <laughs> oh, of course. I mean, Pittsburgh, they played They played okay. They played better than I thought they were going to. But, again, it ends in another loss. And this is the seventh year in a row where they don't win a playoff game. And yeah. pe- people were calling for, for Tomlin's head, which I don't. Really understand? I mean, he's never had a losing record, but he hasn't won a playoff game in over Ten half a decade. Years. So it's depends on where your right. bar
0: is. That's really depends what it on is. Where your bar is. Yeah,
1: I just for them. He 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 says that he intends on coaching the Steelers next year. So yeah. I take that as he's going to coach the Steelers next year. After yeah, that, I, I believe in that, if they don't, if this happens again next year, I think he's probably done.
0: It's fair. <laughs> Let's be honest. I think that's – I think it's fair to say. I just – again, where's your bar? Where's your standard? How – like, what else do you expect? You know, at the end of the day, I I need wins. I need postseason wins. If you can't get it done there, then you've got to go. And I understand that. I think we all feel like the Steelers were probably the weakest AFC team. Yeah. In this postseason. And, and, and honestly I would put I would I would put Miami about toe to toe with them because I think Miami' is the softest team um I thought the Steelers were gonna be hard um if you were to tell me they lost 21 to 17 I'd say that sounds about right they just they, they play up to an opponent like you said Tom was able to settle them down which is why I think if I'm the Rooney family I you know I want the guy back next year. You know, maybe you give him an extension in this offseason, even if it's a two-year extension, just to show him, hey, like...
1: We still believe you know.
0: in you. We still believe in you. Like, we want we want this to keep going. And, you know, it's just you got to figure out the, the toughest spot to figure out. And that's quarterback.
1: Yeah. It, it's hard going into the playoffs with Mason Rudolph as your quarterback. It really that's is. Possible. I mean, you, like, we could sit here and, and, and nitpick Tomlin all we want. I mean... Has he had the best drafts? No. Has he had the worst drafts? No. He knows how to develop a wide receiver. Like, it's nobody's business. Defense is still admirable. It's just a quarterback can be a downfall of a team so fast and so bad that it costs people jobs. Look, we saw, yeah. we saw Josh Allen playing like shit, and it cost the OC a coordinator. Like, yeah. just, just like that. And, that. and they were struggling for, like, a month, maybe. So it's like for Tomlin, it's gonna to be hard when you have a picket who just has completely regressed and has not looked good. Mason Rudolph, I mean what do you want him to do with these weapons? He's keeping them in games, getting a fucking winning record with these guys I mean I think yeah. I think it speaks volumes about him as a coach and the players around him. It's just like you said it's got to translate to win somewhere and if you're if you're winning all these games in the regular season you've got to find ways. To ways to win in the postseason and he's not doing it. No. And that's the big that's the big problem. But there's only so much blame I could put on him. Right? Like sometimes the talent level just isn't there. And and we've said it before, coaching yes. can coaching can win you three, four games in a season. Just on coaching alone.
0: Yes. For sure. There's no doubt.
1: There's no doubt.
0: And he and to me he's one of the best coaches. So. Right. Yes. And players play for him.
1: And and you could see it, you really can. Uh, I mean, Buffalo, Buffalo did what they wanted to do. Josh Allen looked good, didn't turn the ball over. And what else can you ask for? Josh Allen looked good. He, he yeah, it's just he's so hard, man. He's so annoying to play against. Yeah, that nasty ass run, dude. Those stup- nobody wants to tackle. Nobody wants to tackle him.
0: No, he's he's like the hardest hitting uh, quarterback. Of all time,
1: yeah, it, it's actually kind of scary.
0: It really is.
1: I mean, and that's the that's the way
0: they get fired up. Listen, if, if you let Josh Allen get going, you're in for a very long
1: night. Oh yeah, it's a snowball you're effect. In for a very long night, yeah. If you let that shit start spiraling out of control, it, it's going to be a bad night for you. But I think, I think Reed and the Chiefs, I think they they have to zone in on that. I think they know that they will. That if they stop him, then they have a very good chance of winning this game.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think if they stop him, uh, quite honestly, I, I think <laughs> you 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 stop him, that you win. That's pretty simple.
1: But obviously it's easier said than done because he's just a fucking animal.
0: No, he is, but Josh Allen can also get in his own way. Very true. So So you don't know what Josh Allen you're going to get.
1: Yeah. Okay, moving on to Lions beating the Rams 24-23 to in the closest yeah. game of the weekend. The best game of the weekend. It was a very good game, man. Look, this was a very big win for Detroit. Massive. Nah, I'm, not, win. I'm not even talking about the team. I'm just talking about the city in itself. Well, yes, <laughs> you saw
0: it. You saw it. I saw. I. I. They I showed a um a like the lifetime fan or whatever. Who it was like his like 60th season or some shit or 37th season or whatever, something like that in a row as as uh, season ticket holders and just the, the comment underneath was this guy has seen some shit and that is. Fucking
1: true. <laughs> but um, this was a game where I didn't have a big problem with officiating really this whole weekend. If I had the nitpick, this was probably the game that it probably happened in. Just a bunch of no calls and questionable calls. But I'm not going to harp on that because I don't think they were super egregious. But I mean, this was, a, this was a really good game. It was a fun game to watch with Stafford and Goff and Detroit not winning shit. But you know what? They, we talked about Detroit a lot, like Miami, where they just weren't beating the good teams, and they sure. got and they got a win over a team that was. They were hot, man. They were yeah. they were a lot better than what we all thought. They were supposed to be a rebuilding team, and they just yeah. and look, they played well. Both of them did. I mean, I'll, let's be honest. I think
0: everybody thought Jared Goff was going to be a bridge quarterback to their next guy. That's what we and... all thought. And he's kind of become their franchise guy right now. Dare I say he's won more playoff games for the Lions than Stafford? I ever.
1: Mean. Yeah, I mean, St. Brown and Reynolds went off, didn't turn the ball over. I mean, you, that's what you want out of a quarterback. And look, I'm not taking anything away from Stafford because Stafford was, let's be honest, Stafford was slinging it in this game. Yeah, dude was balling. And I balling mean, that that Puka Nakua kid is fucking nasty.
0: I, I think he's kind of showed he's pretty legit.
1: I mean. Christ,
0: he's pretty. He's pretty damn legit. I can't believe they they hit another wide receiver.
1: Nine receptions for one eighty-one. That's absurd. I mean,
0: that's, that's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> I, I think that may be a rookie record, right for postseason. I believe so. I mean, th- he just went off. Got all the records. Yeah. It's gonna be an interesting second. year. Yes. Because now we've got tape on. Him. Yeah. But I mean, he still has Cooper Cup on his on his other side. So I mean, it's not. It's not like. They're not. A, they're a really nasty. One and two. Yes. Yes, they are. I know Cooper was 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 hurt this year. I yeah. I mean, he he's always hurt. So I mean. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have a great year, but he was hurt. Yeah. And that's the thing. He's getting older as well. So. Um. Yeah. I mean, that Rams team is going to be fascinating to watch moving forward. Just with Stafford and Cup and Donald and how are are they going to be able to stay healthy, or what they're are they gonna have to rebuild at some point? Because we thought this was gonna be the rebuilding year, which it wasn't. They were—they're no, the... kind of old. That's the thing. Yeah, I—I th- I think like... you. I think they probably go one more year, probably, and then maybe you see shit starting to hit the fan. But if I... again, if I'm the Rams, if I'm the Steelers, if I'm who else, the Texans, I'm just like, I'm happy that my team is here. Like we weren't supposed to be here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I I think I think the rest of the postseason, for the most part, I think I think I'm gonna I'm in the NFC. I'm I'm gonna pick Detroit. I'm gonna ride with Detroit. I want to see Detroit. You know, I'm a fan of Detroit this this off this postseason.
1: It's a they're a I mean, fun all, pick. All my
0: hated hated teams are out, so <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. You know, I don't really have that bad of a dog, but I I guess I got a lion in the fight.
1: Yeah, there you go. Uh, Texans mollywop the Browns. God damn it, man. What happened to your boy, Joey Flax, man?
0: What the fuck? What the hell, Joey Flax? Bro, I was riding the Joey Flax train hard.
1: I think all of us were. I
0: was all about that Joey Flax train, son.
1: Do you think I really it, was. Do you think it's time that we start having the discussion that experience doesn't really matter in the playoffs? Because this is another game in which the younger team won. Yeah. And it's not even just football. It's across all sports. Where I think... Now, the conversation needs to be shifted away from who's hotter at the time. Experience really doesn't fucking matter. Because, not for nothing, the Texans are just. This was what we thought was going to be one of the worst teams in the league at the start of the year. They just beat the Browns, who, look, I mean, the Browns lost. The Browns, a, were a lot. The Browns lost a shit ton of weapons this year.
0: They, they lost a lot of starters. When you really think about it, Joey Flax is. fourth string quarterback
1: right not so to get to the playoffs to win a playoff game to win your division it says a lot about D'Amico and that and that staff that he's gotten in in Houston yeah I mean for fair to say for Cleveland's sake I don't want to I mean we will bash on them because their defense no showed and that was the bright spot of their team
0: Uh, yeah no their defense no showed um Flacco didn't help him um I think experience matters in adversity I think youth can can get out of control but I think youth when you have that young juice that young flow going when when it starts to click and it starts to hit it gets out of control I mean I, listen Joe Joey Flax looked like the old guy he really did yeah um they were able to penetrate his offensive line and that was the thing if you could do that, He's not a mobile guy. No, not at all. Um, For Houston, wow. You know, stage keeps getting bigger. So, I agree with what C.J. Stroud said. You know, now what? They said now. What now? Like, what's – you don't think we have a shot? Okay.
1: I mean, look, they're going to have a big test this week with Baltimore, but who's to say they can't win this game?
0: Because the problem is we've seen Baltimore come out flat. And 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 – look. You're versing a kid and a young team that's got the juice.
1: Oh yeah, going right now. Yep, and it's gonna be tough, man. Going to Baltimore and winning a game there—it's not impossible. It's not. No, it's not.
0: But it's gonna—it it ain't gonna be easy.
1: But that defense needs to. If Houston can kind of pop Baltimore early, then maybe they can kind of like roll with the momentum. I do think Baltimore probably comes out a little, probably a little slower. Just because of the bye week and all that shit.
0: They they have
1: last time with the bye week. They didn't look good with the bye week. And they kind of said that they didn't want the bye week. So, I mean, I, I think this is a game where Houston can potentially win. But I'm still going to ride with Baltimore just because I just think that they're a step up from them.
0: Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm going to take Baltimore. They've got they've got
1: some youth and experience. They, they got have a healthy – and they have coaching.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think on the AFC side, that's that's the big thing right now, going in with the AFC, is you got some hella good head coaches, and, and I'm not taking anything away from Lyons. It's just McDermott, Andy Reid, Harborough. Yeah. Two of them have Super Bowl rings.
1: Yeah, it's hard to, to go against that. I do, think, I, do, I do think coaching experience matters. That, that yes,
0: yes. That shows in clock time management in situational football, that shows up a lot. Yes. Not say, listen, you gotta, how do you get there? You gotta start from here. But, I'm just saying, I do think in that aspect, it does matter.
1: Right. Uh, okay, well, there's only one game left.
0: No, there's not. It's all done.
1: It's all, it all happened. I mean, it really wasn't even a game. Nope. No, it wasn't. But, uh, the no, Pac- Packers go into Jerry World and beat them 48-32. The score is not indicative of how this game went. Not even close. Um, I'll, I'll preference that, and yeah, this is a game that I didn't see coming. I don't think a lot of people saw this coming, but
0: I didn't see it coming.
1: Outside of that, I'm just gonna leave the floor to you, and you just you say whatever you need to say.
0: Um, I was speechless. I I really was when I saw that the score was 27 to nothing. Um, I will give Dallas this credit. They at least let me have it at halftime. At least they allowed me to say, hey, next year maybe, buddy. Sorry. You don't have to wait till the end. You don't have to be disappointed till the end. You don't have to wait for the comeback. That's never going to happen. You don't have to wait for all these ifs, buts. We just flat out sucked for you. Don't you worry, son. We got you. We got you. We sucked. I got... There's... I can't single-handedly point out one person that sucked this game. It was a team fucking effort. A team effort. I'm, I'm so happy that the defense fucking sucked. I don't know where the fuck Micah Parsons was. Don't have a clue. Before the game, you say Quinn may take you? I don't know. Maybe I'll let you fucking walk. If that's how you're going to play in the postseason, I, you are no show. Dan Quinn was in the next next team. Didn't even coach good. So bye. Take down. Dak Prescott. Don't know what the fuck that was. Look calm, cool, collected. You look like you were fucking amped up and you were at you look like you were a rookie. You look like this was your first home playoff game. Actually, you look like you were on the road, if I'm being honest. I never thought the Cowboys were at home. It's unbelievable the way they were playing. I I look at the prep. I look at Mike McCarthy, buddy, this is where our standards are different. And I don't mean that in an offensive way. Oh. But this is where our standards are different. After the At the end of the game, I couldn't wait. I was so, I had the text lined up for a, for a minute. And I said, you can gladly take Mike McCarthy. You like him so much, fucking take him. And you can take Dan Quintip. Because three back-to-back-to-back, 12-win seasons, I, I'm not taking that away from you. That's good. That's, the resume's there. He's a safe pick at head coach. But in the postseason, I don't know, I don't know what it is. Don't have a clue. I'm tired of the Dallas Cowboys being talked about, like, they're the number one offense, number one quarterback, number one wide receiver, number one running game, defense, linebacker, play, uh, fucking offensive line, defensive line, safeties, coaches, uh, kickers, punters, fucking fan base, team, stadium, owner, number one in losing. You're the number one joke. You're the number one laughing stock. Everyone loves to come play in Jerry World because they play up. They play above you. The Packers have more wins in the playoffs at your home stadium than you do. They have three. You have two. You made Jordan Love the next Aaron Rodgers. You really did. I'm not going to sit here and tell you my overreaction is to cut Dak Prescott because where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? You're not going to go, but you do have to get that cap number down there because it's going to be 60 mil. So you got to do something to get that cap. I'm not saying you shouldn't sign, re-sign C.D. Lamb. Didn't show up, really. Kind of didn't have that dog in him. Dak Prescott, not accurate. They were off, out of sync. And, I, and the first drive had happened, and Jones ran him for a touchdown. I, went, I, ex- I expect that. I do. I kind of expect a young, bloody team like that to come out and just hit the ground running it, and, and they want to score. And that's fine. But I expect the veteran presence from Prescott in that offense to be able to go, all right, we see you. We're going to go score again. We're going to go score. Even if it's a field goal, just an answer. You want to answer. Now, they didn't have a bad first drive. They didn't get any points. And then the second drive happened. I said, oh, oh, I don't like this. I don't like the the way this is. The second scoring drive, I mean. I don't like the way this is going. When they scored the third time, when Prescott got thrown that first interception, I said, I, I, yep, I think that's it for tonight. I think that's it. This team don't got it. They just don't got it. So you told me, you had said, I don't think it's good to make an emotional decision.
1: No, I don't, yeah. I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's the, the smart thing to do to act off emotion. Like, let the situation simmer down. Take the emotion out of it. Like, firing Mike McCarthy right then and there, I think would be a mistake without giving it more time or more preparation for another coach lined up. Not saying Mike McCarthy should or should not be fired. I'm just saying don't don't have the knee-jerk reaction to just like, oh, we lost? Okay, everybody needs to fucking go. When, look, we've talked about the stability that he has brought. Dak Prescott had an MVP-type season. Neither of them have been able to find success in the playoffs. Now, I think it's harder to find a good quarterback rather than a good head coach. I think Dak, you got to get the cap number down. So you're probably gonna have to extend Dak at some point here.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: you're probably going. The Mike McCarthy thing. Again, I I don't know if you can pull the plug yet. I can understand why you do, because you're not you're not winning. You're not winning in the playoffs. And that whole coaching staff had they didn't get the team ready for anything. They they got them ready for a fucking sleepover. They did nothing. And I said. I text you, I, I put the blame more on Dan Quinn than I do on Mike McCarthy in this game because that defense did zero. They did nothing. They made fucking Jordan Love look like Prime Aaron Rodgers out there. They, they yeah. let him do whatever he wanted. They couldn't stop the run either, which Aaron Jones always torches the Cowboys, but... Yeah, no, he does. He's a, he's a Cowboy killer. To me, that falls on Dan Quinn because even if the offense was clicking... The defense wasn't stopping a fucking nosebleed. They couldn't do shit. And that was that was the more alarming thing. The Dak thing, you can see it early that he was forcing that ball to CD Lamb. And now granted CD should have caught a couple of those. Yeah, no, there was a couple. I was like, dude. So I'm like, like... It, it felt like with with Dak and CD that there was just they kind of put the pressure on themselves and in their in their own respect. But at the same time, it also hurt them in the long run. Now, look, people are going to say, "Oh, well, Dak threw for four hundred three, and CD had one ten. yes, Yeah, sure, but ha- like time. it was all garbage time. You were you were well, down by thirty at that point.
0: Yeah, he, had, he had, Dak Prescott did not have a good game. Uh, nobody had a good game. The the thing with me is, yes, I when it came to coaching that night. It, to me, I thought it was a 50 50 split, at least, if not a 60 40. More Dan Quinn than Mike McCarthy. And I only say that because that defense got punched in the mouth. He ran with six DBs, 48 plays out of 56, or whatever the fuck it was. You barely, You had no pass rush. I mean, you couldn't get to the fucking quarterback. Yeah. I, I don't like that's what I'm saying. I've got all these guns, all these weapons. Nobody can get to the fucking quarterback. And granted, Parsons got the holding call once or twice already. Good. Game was out of reach already. You cared. You, you never showed up for this game. And for Prescott, if Prescott went out there and put a lot of pressure on himself, cool, you should have been able to. Sorry. I, I, yeah. You've got no excuse. You really don't. You you played at home. The Eagles cr- fucking crushed them, them own selves. Yeah. You got the second seed just to go get embarrassed again. I mean, I don't even know if they would have beaten Tampa Bay last night if they were the fifth seed. I really don't. I just the way they are viewed, the way they have they played was terrible. And I'll be honest with you, my reasoning for firing Mike McCarthy because I'm I've slept on it for two nights. I'm still firing him, and I'm firing him because I I believe I did say on last week's podcast that if Mike McCarthy. Loses in the wild card and kind of gets blown out by the Packers. I'm firing him. He didn't get yep. kind of blown out. He got fucking blown out. He got embarrassed. To me, that was I, I'm 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 done. I'm done with you. Like, I understand the 12 wins. I understand that some of that stability. Totally get it. Prescott's never looked better than this season. That's fine. 12 wins, zero once postseason starts. I don't care because you don't. You're not getting me in the postseason. You're one and three in the postseason. Yeah, with the Dallas Cowboys, one and three. That's uh, that's simply that's not good enough. That's not going to cut it. I agree. Uh, I just I, I thought I thought he had to get to the NFC Championship game this year, probably to save his his his, his Dallas Job. Cowboys divisional round. Maybe, but been there, done that. We're over it. If you could have gotten to at least the NFC champ, and let's say you kind of you even get routed by San. Francisco, I'll be pissed. I'll be emotional, but I'd probably say, I can't. I can't let him go. Nick got me one game there. I can't. I can't let that go. That there's something to be said about that. But the other factor is what I said earlier: the plethora of fucking head coaches has never been better.
1: Right. And
0: I'm not. I'm not saying I'm the number one Belichick fan. That I. That that's the only guy I want personally. I want probably Harbaugh. I would love for them to go get Harborough. It's not gonna happen. I kind of would like Vrabel, if I'm being honest. Because I don't think Vrabel loses a locker room. I don't think uh I think he coaches up with talent. He doesn't particularly draft well, but neither does Belichick, but that's why Will McClay stayed. So if Will McClay's still there, I have hope for that. I just personally I would love Harborough. I would love Vrabel. I would I would love Belichick. I'm not gonna lie to you. I can't. I can't say I don't like the Belichick idea. I may not be in love with it like a lot of other people, but six, six rings is six rings, right? And you didn't have a good quarterback after Brady. At least you would be handed, dare I say, a talented team. And what could you do with
1: this talented? I think. I think all this lies, and we've had this discussion before. It's I I still think the reason why they don't see success is because of Jerry Jones. Like that's just the way I see it. I just the Belichick thing to me I just don't think would work just because of the dynamic of Belichick and Jerry Jones. Unless Jerry Jones is like you know what, fuck it, you just you take the reins and you do everything. But that's not who Jerry Jones is. Jerry Jones no. doesn't doesn't relinquish that power to, to anybody. So no. I just think that there would be some kind of their personalities, to me, just don't mesh well together. Though apparently they get along.
0: That's that's the weird thing is they they do apparently get along. I think one of the differences is going to be if Belichick was to come to Dallas, I think Jones would look at him and say, "Listen, when it comes to the drafting, you got to get along with Will McClay. You're going to have to get along with him because, with all due respect, Will has shown that he can draft way better than you can." Right by all measures. Defensively, I'll I'll hear you out, but when it comes to offensively, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sticking with what the Cowboys have done. And that's and that's what I'm that's one of the problems is you have a loaded talented roster. So, one of my problems, and don't get me wrong, I I've, I've said the same thing about Jerry Jones myself. Um, but the thing that I look at is you have a great roster. It's talented. It's apparently loaded at quarterback. It's loaded at the receiving core. It's loaded at offensive line, defense. Even your coaching staff is loaded. So one of my things about Jerry Jones is, well, and what, where is it going to be his fault and all that? Yeah. If I've given you a talented roster, if I've spent money, if I've given you this coaching staff, with vets, right. Mike McCarthy's been to the dance. Dan Quinn's been to the dance. Both are former head coaches. Like, you have a good staff. Al Harris, I think, has emerged tremendously as as a defensive backs coach. Look at what he's done with their defensive backs. Yeah. Even though I think Gilmore should retire. I think he's slow. Um, but how much more loaded can I get you? How much more talent do you need until you can get a playoff win? How much more of a perfect situation do you need until you can start performing in the playoffs? Like, my biggest problem is, how much more do you need? How much more? Because I don't think you could physically give much more, unless it's just straight up what you say about the Jets. Cowboys are just cursed. Playoff Cowboys are completely cursed. No matter what, nothing tragic happened. Nothing tragic happened. You just got outdogged in this fight.
1: To me, like we say it all the time, like, oh, why didn't the Cowboys go for this person? Why didn't the Cowboys go for this person? It's just like, look what the Eagles did. The Eagles went out and they bolstered their defense because they needed, it. Like, their secondary needed it. Like, I'm not it saying... Didn't it didn't pay off. off. It didn't pay off, no, but... Sometimes like, it doesn't. Like, but they're also taking those steps to be extra sure of their team being, yes. being prepared when the situation calls upon it. And, like, we see Dallas, like, over the past couple of years, like, why didn't you go after Bobby Wagner? Why didn't you go after somebody? Like, you know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, no, like I get it. like I you're get it. like San Francisco. Exactly. It's like saying like, "Oh, how many more people do I need for you to be competent?" It's just like, "Well, okay, I'm just going to keep getting you people and you got to make it work." Now, granted, that's that's the flip side of the coin. It's like, "Okay, I am getting you these guys. Why are you not performing?" So, I could hear that yeah. argument. I really can. But when a situation arises, then you should be at the point where, "Okay, if I want to win this bad, I will pay any amount of money to get myself to a better point. That's the way I see it. And, and Dallas, yeah. they, they draft they draft well. I mean, I, I can't say anything about that. The coaching, again, I don't know where you go. It's very apparent that McCarthy can't get that team up for a big game. The biggest game he got them up for was that Eagles game this year.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: But outside of that, playoffs, I mean, look, you didn't need to get up for the, for the Tampa Bay game last year. You were gonna slaughter them anyway. Yeah, like they—they they didn't belong there. So, but I... you can't beat—you can't beat the big team.
0: And then Green Bay, who I again I hate to say, like you were supposed to, you know, trample on because I didn't think they were gonna really trample them, but I did think they were gonna win comfortably towards towards the end. Yeah, I thought they were gonna jump out. They didn't jump to shit. They jumped off off uh, off the ship. They really did. Okay. I mean, it was it was fucking pitiful.
1: And look, we're, we're ragging on the Cowboys, and we should because, like you said, this is a game they sh- they should have won. We talked about it last week where Dallas should be winning this game by, by two scores or more. You're in Jerry you
0: Yes, you were favored this game, and let's be honest, you were going to be favored until you potentially got to – San Francisco. NFC, champ- NFC championship game against San Francisco. You were going to be favored in every fucking matchup. Yep. So by all means – you underperformed. You should have won. You should have went to the NFC Championship game. By all stretch of the imagination, you were number one in this and that and all bullshit. I don't care about it anymore. I really don't. I, I hope you're fucking middle of the pack because maybe maybe that's what you need. You just need to be middle of the pack. You don't need to be great in anything. When you lose like that, it's just – it's again – and it wasn't even heartbreak. It was yeah. over by halftime. Literally, halftime hit, and we left. To go grab dinner real quick and then come back. I never leave in the middle of a fucking playoff game. Yeah. And I said, yeah, let's go get, we hurried back, but yeah, let's go, let's go get dinner and bring it back home. Okay. For the playoff game. For a playoff game. That's how bad, the jersey was off by halftime. On the floor by halftime in the fucking, I never take my jersey off a playoff game. I never leave the
1: house for a playoff game. I don't do anything. I was done. I said, all right, well, they just didn't come." I mean, so frustrating, isn't it when your team is supposed to win and they just they don't do anything right. Dak yeah. did, did not look Dak reverted back to what we thought Dak was. And he he played like an average quarterback. He made the two yes. he made the two big mistakes early. Like how this game went is how I thought Dallas was going to win this game. Like if you reverse the two teams, that's how I thought it was going to play out. Where Dallas was going to get a couple takeaways early go up big and green bay couldn't come back from it. On yeah. the flip side, it was 27 to nothing at halftime for Green Bay. I said the, it, the game's over. I didn't I didn't even need to text you that the game was over. Cuz I'm like I know how I he knows it and I know it that this game is fucking wraps. It, oh, it would it would have. it would have had to been the miracle of all miracles to come back and win this game.
0: I will say if you probably would have texted me just game over I probably would have said something smart ass to you or something.
1: Look, I know my place. I'm not g- – there's no reason for me to say it. And, like
0: yeah, – no, Yeah, 100%. I
1: would just – And, like, yeah, there was a little bit of life at the end of halftime. But at the end of the day, that lead is so crazy, dude. 27-7. to 7, Granted, you come out of halftime, you get – you knock it down to, what, 17? Like 17 points? It's not impossible to come back from that, but – the sec- they have, listen, if they would have, listened if they would
0: have, I mean, it would have been one of the greatest comebacks in all, of all time. What, like, if, if, the, if the Cowboys didn't give up a single point in that second half, and they scored fucking, let's say, 28 points, you know, in the second half to come back and win the whole thing. I mean, we would have been like, what a fucking coaching adjustment by McCarthy, yeah. Quinn, to get these guys back in focus, like we just talked about Tomlin, and settle down and go, hey, we're the fuck Cowboys. We could do this. We're talented. We know what we got to do. Let's go do it. They came out at halftime, and it was almost like Dan Quinn was like, I'll just run the same defense. Dan, I swear to God, Nick, Dan Quinn was on the other team. He was already in Seattle or whatever fucking team he's going he's gonna to go to. I don't think it hurts his chances at a head coach, but I will say this. That was a terrible fucking last-minute performance.
1: And, and the real dagger was that first drive for Green Bay after you guys kind of got back into the game, quote-unquote, was Green Bay was just like, Yeah, cool. We're just gonna go down and score again. And they did. They did it with ease. And that was really the final dagger was just like they couldn't stop anything. And like the stat I was reading was Dallas runs man coverage all year. And then this game yes. they they decide to run zone coverage and they got torched zone. for it. It's like And I don't know why. Like they they outcoached themselves. And the fact that they didn't they didn't adjust at halftime is the most mind-blowing mind thing. Because the Jets do the same shit where they're like, okay, you know what? Our scheme is the best. You can't yeah. beat our scheme. And we're not going to change it. Now, granted, okay, you gave up 20, 27 in the first half. You know what? Nah, scheme is fine. We're going to come back from this. Dude, you're down 27-7. to 7. How, You got to adjust. There was no adjustment whatsoever. And I was, I was sitting there. I was looking at Mike. I'm like, dude. This team is lost. Like defense, defensively, just fucking—they're toast. They can't do anything. No, nah. not at all. And look, Dak only—Dak had, incredible. Dak had the two—the two interceptions. That should have been at least four. Cause he threw—he threw a—he threw, threw the one in the end zone I, right to the guy. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are we doing? I mean, thrown off of his back
0: foot. I, it just a uh, terrible. I mean, Nick, it was regression. Uh, And I don't know what the fuck happened. It was pressure. I don't know what the fuck happened. It just all of a sudden just crumbled. And that's why everything that is talked about him is the same shit. Because the same shit keeps happening. And you just don't perform when you need to perform in these fucking times. In these postseason games. You're not fucking performing. That's the problem. And you're never going to get rid of that stigma. You're never. And that's why I sent you that that text. It's funny. That the kid that talked that shit. You have just as many playoff wins as Romo. Exactly in the same fucking situation. That Tony Romo was in.
1: And I will tell you this. You were on better teams. Yeah I was just going to say. This team is significantly better than those Romo teams were.
0: Trust me. A lot of, the, of Romo supporters would say. If you gave me 2014's. Uh, Tony Romo with this team, I think we 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 potentially go yeah. all the way. Again, you're never going to be able to. You can't do that. You can't. You can't do that. You, it's not fair, and it's a different game now. And Tony Romo's too slow. Yes. You know what I mean. He was just a little on the too slow side. So I mean, it's it's easy to say that kind of shit now, but it's just I believe for a hundred percent, I believe. He was on better teams, Dak Prescott, and you simply you're not getting it done. I'm not saying we're cutting him. Uh, I'm not saying, oh, you know, fuck you. And I mean, I was saying it that night. You know, don't get me wrong. It just uh, it it makes you go. Oh, that's we know your limitation.
1: It's it keeps happening. You're just in purgatory. It's just like Miami, where you can't trust your quarterback in a big game. But you're no. also you're also in the same like, state of, well, we can't get rid of him because he's good. You know, it, it's... Yeah. it's... And, and and who else are you going to
0: go with, honestly?
1: That's the thing, is, like, you have to kind of... You kind of have to just deal with what you got here. And it's tough, man. It, it It's a shitty spot to be in. But, I mean, I don't... I, I also don't want to take away from Green Bay, because their scheme and their game plan was close to perfect.
0: Well, and that's that's the other thing I want to say, is on his staff in Atlanta i believe was Kyle Shanahan LaFleur and even Mike McDaniel in some capacity he Dan Quinn's defense is 0 6 against them your defensive scheme is not good enough to go against these young bucks their schemes are just they're too prevalent they're too good in this in in this environment and I, i'm not i don't even think i don't even think McCarthy's schemes were that bad this year no, I don't think so either. I think he adjusted nicely at after the bye. I really do. I think he adjusted nicely. Um, look at what Callum Moore did with you know what he had. Yeah. Not really anything. So, I will say that. I, I do think Mike McCarthy showed that much of, of a promise. But going against these young guys, Dan Quinn's defenses are just not good enough. You beat the fucking piss out of all those bad teams. And a young quarterback that you could have startled. You didn't even You didn't even look like you tried to get to. Fucking terrible. Unbelievable.
1: Yeah, Love was really doing whatever he wanted in this game, and look, he could have done the shit blindfolded. He was thrown off his back foot, on the run. Sidearm. Like, everything.
0: Sidearm. Wide open. Whoa. I've never seen guys so wide open. I couldn't believe it. Not a defender in sight. And I'm like, what? Where the fuck are you guys like what the fuck are you doing?
1: Yeah, it was it was bad and and Jones. We said it before. He always gashed the Cowboys. I mean, dude's averaging close to six yards a carry. Like, yeah, c- can somebody tackle him? Like, even even later in the game when they were just running the ball out. Do, like, why wasn't the defense just stacking the box? You knew what was coming.
0: Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's what was. That's what was so weird about the whole situation. The fact that. You're running zone-type defenses. You don't particularly usually run that. And, I mean, the gaps were huge. Yeah. I mean, nobody's inside. It's third and 10, and you're playing 10 yards off the fucking receiver, and he's at the 11-yard line like, yo, dog, hit me. I'm, I'm open. <laughs> I can't believe this. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? That's what, So, it's, yes, if you haven't gotten the hint by now, yes, John wants Mike McCarthy gone and Dan Quinn gone. Especially Dan Quinn. Especially Dan Quinn.
1: Do you think he I leaves? you think he's gone? Who? Quinn? Dan, yes. I think
0: he's gone. I think if he was smart, he'd be gone. Because I think he'll get... I do think he's going to get a-, a head coaching job. I think so, too. Seattle-, Seattle does make a lot of sense. It'll be, you know, his next... I think it would be technically his third stint in Seattle. I think he's been in Seattle three times now. Um, I-, I think it makes a lot of sense for him. Um... For Mike McCarthy, you never know with Jerry Jones. <laughs> That's the problem. The little counter that you can have is the, the 12 wins uh, in the three straight seasons. You've given Jason Garrett a decade. Yeah. And Jason Garrett sucked. So why should you just get rid of Mike McCarthy? I understand that argument. I understand the argument that you're defending him. I, I Trust me. I totally understand it. I get it. Um, I'm a lot calmer to talk about it now. But... It's to me is you've had all the those wins and no playoff yeah. run to really cope with it. Whereas if you would have went, I mean, let's be honest, if you would have went back to back NFC Championship games right now, man, not, I can't. I can't say I can't fire you. It's not a question. We're right there. We're right there. And and uh, fire Dan Quinn still. If that was a performance, Dan <laughs> Quinn, I was like, fuck you, you're out. Maybe promote Al Harris, but I just I I think for the Cowboys' sake. I think you've got it. And for Prescott, listen, that's what he's going to say about McCarthy. He had his best year with McCarthy. You know, uh, if he's on the hot seat, then consider me there. Son, you there. (laughs) You are there. Don't don't think you're not there. You're there. You're right there on his lap. Like, you're in question too. Rightfully so.
1: I'm also, I'm not sitting here saying that Mike McCarthy shouldn't be fired. I'm just saying, like, there are reasons to keep him. There are glaring problems to get rid of him. I'm just saying not not to act off of emotion and fire him if you may regret it later on, if you can't land a big coach, or if the other coach doesn't work out. You know, like, me personally, I don't know what I would do. I would be extremely bitter that I still don't have a playoff win, or one playoff win, I should say. Yeah. But at the same time, I am winning these games. I am considered one of the best teams in the league with a decent offense, a very good defense. I just think it's more than just knee-jerk reaction. Okay, you didn't win, you look like shit, you're gone. I think it's just more than that. Um, I don't know where Jerry Jones goes. Like you said, that's, I guess that's kind of a bad thing, but... It is. <laughs> if I had to guess, I would think that Quinn is gone and that McCarthy comes back for one more year. Yeah. But if you don't even, if you don't, Get me to a championship game next year, you're gone the next day. Gotta be. It's just if the only problem is will all
0: these will all these coaches be there next year? That's the issue. And also and also the fact of can you get one of the big guys? I'm just saying hypothetically, let's just say they fired Mike McCarthy tomorrow and openly say we want Jim Harborough to come here and interview. We want Belichick. To come here and interview and after your interviews by friday you have both of them that said that are both interested i mean at least you got one of the big fishes you gotta have that harborough to me is my number one guy because you saw what he did in san francisco yeah You've seen what he's done in michigan he's got unfinished business in the nfl i always liked harborough i like both of them i do
1: because they're like both good coaches
0: things. i think i think they know how to build a team um they just, they've just they got that mentality. And when Jim comes into the NFL, he disrupts things pretty well. He's still got that modern way of thinking. Uh, it's just also the fact that um, there's no young bucks out there right now. Yeah. To, you know, to go get – I mean, let's say hypothetically McVay fucking left and said he wants to coach next year. I feel like, sign me up. He's young. Yeah. These kids, You know what I mean? Like – don't get me wrong, the younger the better. I'm I'm not sitting here saying I want Belichick and Pete Carroll over everybody else. I wouldn't be pissy about it. It's, the problem the thing with Belichick is the six rings, the Brady era, the 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 coach that you know that if he goes to the postseason, you kind of have some faith in. Yeah. Dare I say, you do have some faith in. I'm not saying he hasn't lost in the playoffs. Obviously he has. I was just looking at some of his losses but he's got 30, I think his record was 30 and 12 in the postseason uh Nick that's really good
1: <laughs> like I mean yeah Th- there's there's not a lot to knock Belichick on really I mean he he does come with an extremely big ego though his ego and Jerry Jones's ego should. is like how is he gonna be able to handle the Dallas media how is he gonna be? Like, cause New England. Look, not for nothing. Yeah, they were good, but th- their media isn't massive. I I will say that I, their
0: media isn't Dallas's media, but he was. They were. They did have big media because they were the team. Yeah. So they were. They were getting watched a lot. He did have to get interviewed a lot. I mean, I personally like his interviews. I think he's he's pretty funny. I well,
1: um, well that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. He's he's funny and all that shit, but I I don't know. Belichick, to me, I don't know. We tried to whip ourselves. Yeah.
0: With, with his mentor, so.
1: I think the, the way to go, if I'm, if I'm Dallas and I fire Mike McCarthy, then I'm going after Vrabel. Vrabel or Harbaugh are the two that I would probably go for. Just because we've seen Vrabel in Tennessee with a shitty team really get his team like up for big games. Yeah. Harbaugh, I mean, that shit speaks for itself. Just won a national championship. If I'm Dallas, you have to run the risk of okay. If I'm gonna fire Mike McCarthy, then I have to guarantee myself landing one of these big fish.
0: So a hundred, a hundred percent.
1: But what happens if you can't land the big fish? Then where oh, are you? You're, well, you're fucked. So that that's the risk that if you're Jerry Jones, that you really have to like sit down and contemplate with.
0: Yeah, I mean, life's a risk. You risk buying the Cowboys.
1: I mean, look, that shit's just making money. Most talked about
0: team, they don't have won a Super Bowl. I've never seen a team build up their their um, value without winning a Super Bowl, and he's done it. They don't win. They really don't. They don't win in the postseason.
1: You no. Know, like I said, I you get your disappointment early in the season. I get mine in the postseason. At least you have something to cheer for <laughs> throughout the season. I, I you know what? I get misery all day. I just you get you get fucked with. I can't get fucked with anymore.
0: I can't.
1: I mean, I just... look, I I know what the jets are. The only reason why I get like upset about it is because it's just it's constant just beat down after beat down because we are in the New York media and we have to hear it every fucking day and it's yes. just and we're just the butt end of every joke. Now Dallas, now Dallas is the same way. Dallas does get the butt end of every joke, but that's mainly that's mainly because their fans kind of put them in that situation where they always talk their shit to other people, yet they can't back it up when the playoffs come. Us we're just we're just unlucky. <laughs> it, everybody always comes after me
0: and I never I never I never say shit to anybody, but everybody comes after me, I don't get it.
1: Well, because I mean you wear the star with pride and you know, that it comes with the territory. Yeah. Like if I wear a Jets hat, they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry about your team." I'm like, "Dude, don't, don't, don't feel sorry for me, please. I put myself through this bullshit." Like, oh, that's that sucks, you're a Jet fan. Well, I fucking picked them, so I mean, there's nothing else, man.
0: It's just, it's just a fact of. I feel bad for you, man. Sorry, you know it sucks. I'm like,
1: I know they suck. I don't need your sympathy. Treat me like a piece of shit that I am, please. Ah, fuck off, piece of. Like, that's that's start <laughs> saying. I mean, you never wear a jersey around me, so I don't know. But. No, I can't even tell you the last time I put a jet jersey on. Probably for your profile picture. Dude, you know how long ago that was?
0: I think we were at that party together.
1: Yeah, I think we were. Yep. But that wasn't the you last were. time I put one on, but you know what I mean. No, no, I, I, I out in public, maybe. Maybe. Outside of, like, going to the schoolyard and throwing a football around, that may be the last time I wore it out in public. Good jets that there are right now is Winnipeg. Yeah, look at them go, man. What the fuck happened there? Fucking nasty probably. Jesus Christ. Alright, let's make these picks and get the hell out of here. Texans, Ravens. I'm gonna run with the Ravens here.
0: I'm going Ravens. Big time.
1: Packers, Niners. I'm gonna go Niners. I'm go I'm going
0: Niners. I- I'm I'm waiting for the fucking Packers to put a point, ten fucking points. That's what I'm waiting for. Uh but, but- who
1: knows? Let's we'll see what happens with Purdy. Maybe. Lions, Bucks. Lions.
0: I'm rooting for the Lions because Dan Campbell, the whole great, they have sucked for so long.
1: And Eminem. Bear with me. All right, Chiefs and Bills. I want to say Buffalo gets their revenge here.
0: I'm I'm, I'm riding the white stallion.
1: Oh, we're, we're both going with the stallion. I I listen. I was the stallion fan.
0: <laughs> in the beginning, I'm I'm sticking with the stallion fan fanship. Okay. I feel me it. Promo baby, we're going for it.
1: Oh fucking God damn it! I really don't like listening to him. Like at all. We love it. I think Olson is just he is taken off, man. I really like Olson a lot. I think Greg Olson
0: doesn't get enough credit. I really don't. I don't think he gets enough
1: credit. Okay. Well, that's it for that. No more Jets or Cowboys talk this year, so everybody's probably happy. Oh, they, <laughs> uh if they want to contact you, where can they find you?
0: You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Mons, I can save your life one tweet at a time. But only one, that's it. Just one.
1: Uh, You can follow me, Dboard2730, on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the show, Brotherhood of Podcasting, on all major podcasts and social media platforms. And that being said, hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll catch you guys on the next one.
0: Catch you on the flippity-flip.